0: Give us clean hair, give us pure heart. Let us not lift our souls to another. What a glorious day it is to be invited into your home and heart. I remain the voice of one. There was a 17th-century French scientist who was also a Christian named Pascal. He tried to use his study of probabilities to arrive at the probability that God exists. In his calculations, he came up with an interesting result. He found out that the chance that God exists is 50-50. In other words, there is as much a chance that God exists as there is a chance that there is no God. In his day, as is the case today, God is seen as the one who can give eternal life in heaven and eternal punishment in hell. To Pascal, a person who believes that God exists will live as God wants, and will be rewarded with eternal life. Whereas a person who does not believe in the existence of God will live as he likes and will receive eternal punishment in hell. So Pascal postulated that if there is no God, then there really is no problem. But if God exists, then heaven and hell are real. And a person who says there is no God will go to hell. Therefore, according to Pascal, it is safer to believe that God exists and to do what he says so that you will not be thrown into hell forever. What this man, Pascal, was saying is that if you do not believe that God exists, in which case you are not living as God wants, then if when you die, you discover that God indeed exists, you will go to hell. If on the other hand, you discover upon death that there really is no God, then there really isn't any problem because there is no repercussion of hell if there is no God. This postulation is commonly referred to as the Pascal Widger. For a person who gambles, Pascal is of the view that if you have to put your money on something, you have to weigh not only the joy of winning, but also the sorrow of losing. Therefore, if the sorrow of losing outweighs the joy of winning, you are better off not placing your bet. If, on the other hand, the joy of winning outweighs the sorrow of losing, then place your bet. What this means is, if, for instance, by betting on a football team to win a match, you will earn, say, the equivalent of $1,000. But if the football team you are betting On loses, you would be losing your bet of $50. Then, if the loss of your $50 means the loss of all you have, don't place the bet. If, however, the loss of $50 is nothing to you since you have much more, it means that you are better off gaining $1,000 and a $50 loss would just be nothing to you. Taking Pascal's wager into the sphere of life, we must now look at the value of life in relation to whether or not God exists. That is, if God exists, you gain eternal life. And if God does not exist, it does not matter because you will die anyway. On the other hand, if God exists and you choose to believe that God does not exist, then you go to hell forever. But if God does not exist and you choose to believe that God exists, there may be no eternal benefit but you would have lived a life that makes the world a better place than you met it. For the divine order for living on earth makes the world a better place. This means that there is a greater benefit for believing that God exists than there is of not believing that he exists this is the point we are trying to make if there is no God there is really no reward other than the life you have lived here on earth in which case it doesn't really matter how you are living your life now but if God exists then there is a reward after death for the way a person lives his life here on earth and this reward is eternal life this means that the way a person is living on earth now is very important if God exists Now, applying Pascal's wager to this situation, the question we should be asking is, what is the value of eternal life in comparison to this present life and the way it is lived? Eternal life cannot be valued against anything found on earth. This is because it is worth much more than the present life. Eternal life, for one, is eternal not temporal like the present life. Secondly, eternal life is a blissful life without stress in comparison to the life here on earth which is full of stress and challenges even among the rich and famous. Thirdly, eternal life is a life that is devoid of the trappings of temptation and sin, unlike this present life which is filled with these things. Finally, eternal life is the reward for living this present life as God would want a man to live it. In other words, if a man were to live in this present life in a manner that is contrary to the way God wants, that is, living contrary to the divine order, living on earth then he does not get the reward of eternal life but goes to hell whereas if he lives in this present life as God would want he will be rewarded with eternal life after his time on earth is over the choice to be made here is either to follow God's pattern for living so that you can reap the reward of eternal life in heaven after you are dead or to follow your own pattern of living and reap the punishment of eternal damnation in hell The divine order for living can be summarized in the Ten Commandments, which is known instinctively by all men. For example, honor thy father and thy mother, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not covet, etc. These are parts of the divine order for living, and they are known and acknowledged by all men. To live contrary to the divine order is to live disorderly and lawlessly we see that the reward for living by the divine order is subject to the truth that God exists. So, if a person says that God does not exist, he would no doubt live as he wants. That is, he will be disorderly and lawless. So then, if a person were to live disorderly, but on dying discovers that God really exists, then he will have to face eternal punishment in hell, and that forever. If on the other hand, a person lives according to the divine order and discovers that there is no God after death, he really has not lost anything because he has actually lived a better life here on earth than the person who lived without God. To live on earth as prescribed by God is to live a righteous and selfless life, one devoted to making the world a better place than we met it. So you see, living according to a divine order here on earth has its own rewards even here on earth besides the reward of eternal life in heaven. There is someone who lived according to the divine order here on earth. And we still cannot stop talking about him. That someone is Jesus Christ. It does not matter what your creed or belief, the name Jesus Christ evokes the imagery of a humble life, a selfless life, a life devoted to the human race, and more importantly, a death that was not deserved, but was nonetheless a submissive one. This, my friend, is the evidence of a life that is deserving of eternal life. And this is one of the reasons why Jesus came to the earth to show us how to live according to the divine order so that we can receive eternal life. After death, He did not just end there. He also by his gruesome death on the cross made it possible for man to be able to live according to the divine order here on earth. The death of Jesus Christ took away the sins of man and the weaknesses that makes it impossible for man to live as God wants. Hence, if a man would align himself with Jesus Christ, he will be empowered to live according to the divine order. And then, when he dies, he will receive the reward of eternal life. By Jesus' resurrection, he gave proof of the life hereafter and made it clear that if any man were to live as God wants here on earth, he would not be living in vain, but would be living in view of a most blissful life in eternity. Putting it all together, what we are saying is, Put your bet on the truth that God exists because that way you would live as he directs. If in the end you find that God does not exist, you haven't lost anything because by living according to the divine order, you have actually lived to make the world a better place than you met it. If in the end, however, you discover that God indeed exists and I can categorically tell you that he does exist, then you have the reward of eternal life. Dear friend, let me repeat myself again. God does exist and the reward of eternal life is real. If you have reached the point of wanting to be on the side of God, the way to go is through Jesus Christ, whom God sent to the earth to show us how to live and who died so that we might be able to live as God wants us to. All you need to do now is pray to God, asking him to forgive you of your sins, to save your soul through Jesus Christ and accept you as his own. I'll give you a few seconds to do that now. Let us pray everlasting father i know that you exist i know that the life that you have given to us is a wonderful one through jesus christ many have heard today about you and the fact that you indeed exist i pray that you will help those who have been prevaricating those who have been doubting those who are not sure to become sure today and even as they come into that assurance that indeed there is god i pray that father you will help them to come to you through Jesus Christ our Lord and receive salvation for their souls and a way to live here on earth, even hereafter. I pray Almighty and everlasting God at the end of their life here on earth, they will find you in eternity. Thank you everlasting Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye. Oh, God bless.